0: The furnishings of the small waiting room were shiny with age, mementos of another generation. Stiff hand-tooled leather over heavy jacaranda, thick hand-carved legs on solid tables. The embossed metal ceiling was of a type Cheney had not seen since his Chicago boyhood, and then only in barbershops. The only decoration on the plastered walls were large land plaits, with scribbled markings and red crayon covering the various sections. Chaney had tried to entertain himself by looking at them, but the contoured maps were unintelligible. Despite the lateness of the hour and the assurance, or at least hope, of a cooling breeze outside, the small room was sweltering, the windows having been painted shut many years before, and the small fan that struggled listlessly but noisily in one corner did little to bring relief. A single bulb tried but failed to hide the inadequacies of the room in shadow. A fly droned angrily, trying to beat itself past the street glass of the sealed window to the night outside, although any but the most myopic of insects should have known better than to hope for escape through that great unwashed barrier. In a sturdy chair that could have graced a fazenderos ranch or an auctioneer's showroom, beside an even sturdier table covered with old newspapers and volumes filled with land titles and Portuguese, and therefore as unintelligible to him as the land subdivisions on the walls. George Cheney yawned and wondered what the devil was taking the old man so long. It had to be a pretty screwed up country where a man had to go damn near a thousand miles just to get a simple paper signed. Well, in all honesty, he had to admit it wasn't all that simple a paper. But you'd surely think that in a city the size of Rio de Janeiro, he could have gotten the same service without having to make a trip halfway across the blasted country. Still, he paid good money to Dorn for advice, so it would be stupid not to follow it. In Vegas, he knew his way around, but he was smart enough to know that here in Brazil, he still had a lot to learn. He yawned again and looked around. How anyone who couldn't afford a better office than this could possibly have the drag Dorn said this old man had was hard to see although he had to admit he hadn't seen anything in the whole crummy town that was much better. Brand new factories, the size of stateside plants, and one hell of a large hospital, all noted on his way from the airport hotel, plus what had to be a modern school, all set in the middle of what looked like a Hollywood backlot imitation of Virginia City around 1888. Crazy. He glanced at his watch for the tenth time. On top of everything else, If the old man dragged his feet much longer, he wouldn't have time to stop at the hotel for his bags and still get over to the airport terminal in time for the last flight back to Hio. And he certainly didn't feel like sleeping in that lumpy bed another night. He scowled and started to drum his thick fingers on the table, wondering if he should disregard instructions and bust into the old man's inner office. He was saved the decision, for the door he had been silently willing to open finally did and a middle-aged woman emerged she closed the door behind her and came toward him cheney came to his feet a wide-shouldered middle-aged man in a 300 dollar suit he looked at the woman half angrily well about damn time the woman was not at all bothered either by the look on his face or by his language the judge has other affairs besides yours she said calmly her english was quite good and why at night Because the judge is a busy man. In the mornings he conducts his business, and he holds court most afternoons. Evenings are the only time he's free for clients such as yourself. All right, all right. Chaney realized he was the one who was now wasting time. You got the papers? Here. The woman handed him several sheets of legal-looking documents. You're to sign where the X is marked. She saw the instant suspicion that flashed across Chaney's hard face and smiled faintly, a bit derisively. They're in English. Chaney was far from intimidated. Better safe than sorry, he said harshly, and took the papers, studying them carefully, his big hands half crumpling each sheet as he read it, word for word.